All right. We start this wonderful broadcast in five, four, three, two, one. Hello, guys, and welcome to the easy hour, Mm. you know, wholesome hour. This is (laughs) your host, um, Anthony Nathaniel um, Grave Street. Nathaniel? Is it really Nathaniel? Actually, no, it's not Nathaniel. Okay, for real though. (laughs) Actually, my middle name is Adele. Uh, that's a whole different story. Oh, that's fire. Now, that's different. Oh, yeah. I'm named after my grandpa. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, guess what time it is? It's Y'all? time to enter the, 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 the arena. Mm. This is Ooh. Anthem's Arena Show. My name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Mm. Black Fabio, a.k.a. Mm. The Midnight Marauder, mm. a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a. Hey, All right. Look at this. This is a different yeah. show, but I still got the AKAs on deck, and that is why I'm still Mr. AKA. And today we have a special guest, one of Cleveland's best, straight out of Kentucky. Always <laughs> letting you know right now that we're always trying to get this money, always on the hustle, always moving muscle. Yes, sir. Even in the struggle, he still keeps it humble. You got and that right. Is right next to me. That man is Hateful Jay. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Yes, in the house. It's April J, man. How y'all doing, man? It's good to be back, bro. It's good to see you. We ain't talked in forever. You know mm. what I'm saying? I'm glad to see the show's back, bro. That's the first time hearing the new intro. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad the AKA is through. I'm just happy to be here. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? My camera right here. Oh. Well, you know how I am. You know, I'm living the life of a sex symbol. Trying okay, to be, man. you know, trying to do what I got to do. Real, I mean, it's hard stuttered. I mean, pretty much. I mean, I'm telling you, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean ever since Rick Ross came out, man, I, I realized how dangerous it is to be a big man out here, especially mm-hmm. since we get in the cuff season mode. It's winter time. <laughs> like, I'm scared out here, man. Oh, girls like girls can't pay their heat, so they trying hey. to run up into my apartment. Don't be scared, like, bro. You gotta embrace it, man. You gotta embrace it. it, bro. Like, I just learned how to speak hood rack. Damn, he started squeaking to them hoes. That's a new one, nigga. I, you got to teach me that. You got to teach me that. I'm sorry to my mama who's listening. <laughs> Hi, mama. Hi, mama. How you doing? How you doing? If she ever listened to the show, because she already said, I'm like, you too nasty sometimes. <laughs> I ain't never heard you be nasty, bro. Big, hey, you, you the big smooth sex symbol. You got to be a little nasty. That's what it's all about, man. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's Somebody all about. Somebody that understands me. No, it's all about being nasty. Y'all looking at me? Be nasty. I look studious as a motherfucker today. But you gotta be nasty out here. You know what I'm saying? You know, run with it. The world's I mean, gone crazy. Man. Shit. That's what I'm saying. You know, you know I mean, being I'm, nasty. I'm on my Joe button. I got my I got my um I got my my basketball shorts on. I got a t-shirt on. Only thing I'm missing is a uh, missing hairline in the hat. But Hell that's yeah. all story. I don't want to talk about hairlines, boy. Man, you see how this is going? Man, this takes me back, man. When I got my hairline all fucked up because my cousin, cousin did my hair. He was fucking mm. high as shit. Mm. Trying to cut my hair and shit, man. He made my shit go all the way back. Man, I look like I had like a fucked up fryer cut for like- Bro, why don't why don't the hairline grow back like the rest of the hair, bro? I, I don't know. I what mean, seriously. I used to have a nice hairline like Drake. When he first came out, you know that, like he had that yeah, thing going on. Yeah, he got close, close. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that close hairline. And then, yeah. they, and then as soon as my cousin fucked up my hair, like my shit just went back. And then it's just like, it's like my my hair's on the gap of LeBron James. <laughs> That's and, bad, bro. It ain't like, that bad, bro. And ninety three Jordan. 
You, you ain't, it ain't that bad, bro. Not even close, man. Golly, that's them niggas don't have hairlines. They got hair. That's it. Ain't no line on that shit. That's just it, though. They are too rich to have bad hairlines. Sideline. I guess what they got. Just sideline. They got mm-hmm. enough to get like some hair plugs or something. Like they got some. They got the grow pills out there. I'm trying to get hooked up with four hymns. Hey, yo, yeah, speaking us, of which, four hymns sponsor both of us. Yeah, let's get that money. I mean, let's let us let us help you get that money. Just um, sign, cut the check, man. God damn. I'm sorry. That was aggressive. That was aggressive, wasn't it? I was no, just trying to. No, no, you know what? Shit. Cut that check. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I said. Cut the goddamn old check, man. I'm gonna stop saying GD, but goddamn on. No, that's better. Goddamn. Dang it. Shit. Man, we trying to get right here. Hey. We're actually a wholesome program. You're right. Which one we're talking about? Some hoes? Wholesome? Some hoes? Wholesome? Oh, oh, yeah. Shout out to Blue Chew, too. We want you, too. Blue Chew? Blue Chew. Ain't that the, uh, ain't that the uh, wiener pills? Blue Chew? Yes, it is. Chew Blue. it so you can do it. Hold on, bro. Who does a BlueChew.com commercial? Uh, <laughs> um, 85, 85 South. 85 South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Timothy yeah. Delegato does them. Um, I'm trying to think. Who else does some commercials? There's a couple people that do the Blue Chew shit. Yeah, so that's fire. Yeah, Blue Chew holler, man. I'm telling y'all. Chew yeah, it so you can do it. Yeah, you got the you got the two right motherfuckers right here. That shit gonna sell like hotcakes. You know what I'm saying? We in our 30s. We trying to keep up with our baby girls. You know what so, I'm saying? That's what it's doing? all about, man. Hey, I'm trying to keep up with these girls, man. I don't know what the heck's going on. For some reason, I really... I, seriously, I don't know what's going on with these women, man. Like, seriously. Like, recently, I've had a lot of luck with women. I don't know what's been going on. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You said it was a sex symbol. I mean, shit. You know what I mean? You got, you got, you, you breathed it in the life, dog. It came, it came to fruition. Now you gotta handle the heat, man. No, not my hand of the heat. (laughs) You gotta handle the heat now, dog. Don't worry about it. Just give them what they want. Hey, I'm just trying to get like you and find a good lady to settle down with. So I'm trying to be like you. Nah, bro. Shit's rough, man. Finish your journey first and then do all that. Until then, chill and you know, have, have nice times. Well, well, don't I mean, go don't go too I, crazy. Well man, I'm not trying to like get all to the point where there's no return. And then I'm looking at my life in the mirror 15 years later and I'm like, this is really it for me. You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> And that's when you blow up too. You tell your life story and that should take off. And you 50 years old, pissed the hell off still about it. And, and everybody want to give you money. And that was the time she stabbed me with the hot the hot anchor. God damn, bro. The hot hanger. You prefer that or hot grits? You know, I'll say hot hanger for help for 400 over some yeah, hot grits. Yeah, buddy. Hey, the hot grits, your skin coming off with them. Yes. Yeah, hey. Some hey. hot grits, some Al Green shit. <laughs> Bro, that's my dog, bro. Al Gray is the man, homie. 100%. Yep, that's what it is. I see you still saying it. When are we going to get an EP, bro? Where's your EP dropping? Huh? Okay, first of all, we need to start working on this music, sir, because I'm ready to turn up and do it. Man, what you want to do? Hey, we could do something like a Bow Wow or Marion. We'll do some dance choreography. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just playing. I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Well, down. Who, which one am I, though? I mean, sure. You want to be... I don't know. How tall are you? The taller I don't want be, to be... I don't want to be Bow Wow. I don't want to be Bow Wow. Okay, well, so wait a minute. I got to be Omarion? No, I said oh. I don't want to be Bow Wow. I got to be Omarion. Oh, you no. be Bow Wow. I don't, I don't want to be Bow Wow. Nope. Nope. 
Okay, well, I mean, you're going to be doing the pop locking. I mean, that's fine. I, I, I done popped a lock a few in my day. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mean thievery. <laughs> studious. Studious. Motherfuckers. Huh? All right. Well, I, I, had fun, I had fun on the show with you, man. We've been, we've been talking nothing for like the past 15 minutes. And this is a great time. I, miss I, know, boy, I missed man. it so much, bro. I mean, it's really good to be back on the show, man, especially with everything that's been going on. I'm... It's been a breath of fresh air. When I did that episode last week, man, I ain't gonna lie. I, I, at first, I was just like, can I do this? I'm gonna be able to be focused on this. After I did right. that last episode with um, Cornelius Maxwell, I'm just like, yeah, this is where I belong. I gotta yeah. do And to be quite honest, I realized over time that I was just doing too many fucking episodes in one fucking week. Yeah. That shit was killing me three week, three de- three times a week, bro. Yeah, you was going crazy. I was going bro, crazy. one thing I learned um, just about creating content, period, because, you know, I'm, I'm always, like, studying. It's, like, I'm always studying something. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, in the adventure of studying how to do, like, proper streams, because, you know, I'm about to do the live stream shit. Um, I discovered that if your audience ain't huge, you know what I mean? Like, ours is just whatever they are. Mm-hmm. You don't want to put out too much content. You know what I mean? You want to pace in this shit. Which is hard to do, bro, when this is what you do. This is what you want to do, bro. You just want to do as much as you can. True. But I learned that and I had to slow down. Like, I'm almost at like 200 videos on YouTube. I almost got as much videos as I got subscribers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. And I'm like, I need to chill, but... I had to slow that shit down myself, man. Like, I'm going to keep it real. Like, when you put out almost 200 episodes in one fucking year. Yeah, that's crazy. See, I, I realized how ridiculous I was being. That's crazy, I, bro. I switched this shit to once a week. Yeah, bro, I mean, but at least you know you got that grind. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you need to fucking go hard, you know you can, because that's yeah. crazy. I ain't realize you. I know you did a lot of shows. I think when I met you, you was on, like, 120 or some shit. You know what I mean? But, like... Mm-hmm. I know you did a lot of shows, but I didn't realize what that added up to in my head. Like, that's 200 shows in 365 days, bro. No wrestler's hours. I ain't gonna see him live. Golly. I mean, shoot, like, I mean, I'm at almost 300 episodes just from the bros. Yeah. I had to slow that shit down, bro. That's another, it's just like, there was just all this stuff going on this year. Like, stress of the, um, just like the pandemic, yeah, my health was kind of fucked up earlier this year. Like shit, like that was not. It was it was a rough year. Right. So, I mean, I'm alive. I survived because no hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. One thing I'm one of the greatest men that ever lived. And mm-hmm. I, okay. Tell the motherfuckers, man. Are y'all listening? I ain't listening. Well, nah, bro. Like it's good you're back though. Like, you know what I'm saying. Like I, I got, I got happy when I saw that new episode and back to the interview shit. It was good to see the little sound wave joint, like all that, bro. Like it was, it was like okay, you know what I'm saying? I like the name change too, bro. It's fire. You know uh, what I'm saying? So, by the way, shout out to um Epic in Cleveland. Um, he's the one who made my logo. Yeah, so, shout out, shout out. Yeah, so, bro, he actually made my delivery bros logo too. So. Yeah. He's a good dude. So shout out to Thomas Garski, aka Epic. Hell yeah, hell yeah. EP coming out soon for him. 
I think it introduced me to him. Yes, I did actually. Yeah, yeah. And that was yeah. back when I was kind of lost in the sauce and everything was going topsy turvy. That's understandable. I don't know. We're trying to we're reconnecting everything because I do Not want yet. you guys to work together because you guys both had the same ambition. That's yeah. one of the things I like is like I like to surround myself with good people like yourself. Seriously. Yeah, hell yeah. Same, so, bro. You got to surround yourself with like minds. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um. Now, all right, so I got some questions for you, sir. What's up, man? All right. So Saturday was the big decision day of everything that was going on all year for this damn election. Oh, Lord. I know. Let's do it. I know. I know you. I, I don't know if you were prepared for me to ask you this question. No, I, I knew. I knew it. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so now that we got the results, how do we feel about certain rappers that were supporting Trump? All right. Um, first off, just to make clear, so y'all understand, I don't believe in politics. First off, because I know what it really is. I used to be heavy into it and shit, and I learned that it's not about the people, 100%. But when it comes to these rappers, they going with, they going with what's going to help them keep their money in their pocket. Mm. Niggas is making business plays. That's it. That's all it is to me. That's all it seems like to me. I don't care. I don't, I'm not, I don't judge. It don't make me look at them no kind of way because I ain't them. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I don't do politics, so I ain't gonna I ain't gonna be mad at nobody for their pol- political affiliation, however way you want to go. Because mm. I I also realize that ninety percent of these motherfuckers don't even know why they voting for people. They just riding the wave. I agree. But I mean, I'll keep it real here. For me, it really doesn't surprise me too much. I mean, there yeah. are black Republicans, and I understand the reasons for voting for him, yeah. siding with him, because. One thing, yes, you're right. It's it's about money at the end of the day. Yeah. Some of these people are running corporations and all that kind of stuff. Did it shock me a bit? Yes. Just a little bit because when I think of Ice Cube supporting somebody like Donald Trump, that one kind of threw me off just a little bit. See the Ice Cube shit, like did you did you watch all the videos? Did you listen to him though? Mm-hmm. And that's what and that's why I, took I don't think back. he supported him though. I think he said, I think what he was saying that he said he tried to speak to both sides. Mm. He said he went in to talk business about how they're going to help black folks. That was all he did. You know what I mean? He wouldn't, he wouldn't let them talk to him. And he gave his, he gave his like opinion on shit. But say he sided, I don't know, bro. We talking about one of the motherfuckers that started the so-called revolution, bro. We talking about one of the early pioneers of that shit. Of this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So with a person like that, they're like a Wayne, a 50 cent little pump. I don't know enough. They ain't did enough out here. You know what I'm saying? Like in a activist or even philanthropist side of things. Mm. Well, we know what we know what, what cloth cube cut from. Say it again. I don't even think little pump is really that relevant. So for me, he can kiss my Yeah, ass. that was just stupid, bro. That, he I, he that was that was all uh publicity for him. But he, to me, he sounds like a whack ass <clears> version of Mac Miller. Yeah, yeah. Mac Mac Miller was dope though. Yeah, that's I, ain't, I, ain't seen, I ain't seen shit dope and pump that motherfucker. How's like that was the first time you heard about him was him being at that fucking Trump shit. When's the last time you heard his name? 
I mean, to be quite honest, Gucci Gang, and that was it. <laughs> that's I mean, the, it wasn't even that the beginning tight. too. Like it was that damn beat. Beat was tight. Yeah. Then Joiner ate that shit. But um, no nah, man, like. I listen to Cube, like I just listen to it. I like to filter out what everybody was saying. I listen to what he was saying. He said the same thing on both sides. He mm-hmm. said on one side of it, they weren't trying to really sit down with him. But the Republicans did. He had the same plan for both parties. He didn't want that the same talk with both parties. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I was kind of like, I, I, at first I was taken back and then I looked at that and I was just like, okay, that makes sense. And to be quite honest, I want to put it in this perspective as a black man, like, until we get ourselves more involved in politics, this shit ain't ever going to work for us. Yeah. And that's what I was but saying. It ain't, my opinion on it is it ain't built for us, bro. It ain't built for nobody. Because you think about it, from the middle class on down, when when has the last time a president affected your personal life? To be quite honest, never. Exactly. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, me and um, me and Mr. Maxwell, we were talking about um, how we need to work on our communities. Yeah. I mean, if we don't get power in our communities, we ain't shit. Bro, we need to get our communities back to... We need to heal our communities. We do. That's my biggest thing with everything. Like, with everything that's happened this year, when it comes to Black issues, bro, the centerpiece for me has always been growing up in the ghetto, bro. Growing up in fucking Cincinnati, Ohio, bro. Like, it ain't... Ain't nothing nice, bro. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing nice about the hoods of Cincinnati. Nothing. There never has been. There's nothing. And we're not even one of the worst places. We've been on it. We've been top 10. You know what I mean? Probably top 10 right now. But it ain't never been nice. And the center of everything, like, I think about it like this. I know more. And I don't know how that's going to sound. I don't, I, don't, I don't really care. But I know a bunch of OGs who came up doing thug shit. You feel me? Still mm-hmm. in the hood. I also, I also know family members on the other side that's, that's, that's still in the streets, but they actually talk to young niggas, try to help young niggas, and try to, like, like I did this. But we ain't got enough of that. Because I know too many OGs who came up doing dirt, who kind of built the communities they live in to be as fucked up as they are, and will talk bad about racism, which you should do, but they'll never talk to the niggas that's still shooting up each other, bro. Just RIPs for the niggas that die instead of like, at the end of the day, bro, no matter what, we got to fix us, bro. We do. It ain't nobody else's job to give a fuck about us. We know they don't give a fuck about us, but when we going to give a fuck about ourselves, though? That's we need to do that, bro. I don't lost two. I don't, like, we just watched the King Von shit happen. Rest in peace. Mm. But he did hella dirt. Like we know, if you're from the streets, you know that's what how it ends, bro. It's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I grew up in Cincinnati and wasn't even all the way in it, and been robbed at gunpoint three times. You know what I'm saying? That went through a lot of shit, and I wasn't even in it like that. I worry more about my son time. growing up in a fucked up neighborhood than anything, bro. You feel me? Like I worry about my son getting shot, robbed, anything more than anything on this planet. Like, I raised my son to survive the streets, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, until he out of that bitch, like, more than anything else. More than anything else. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know. You know, I think about it. 
we had a Black Wall Street, right? Actually, we actually had two of them. And they destroyed that shit. They destroyed that shit, you know? Yep. I mean, we got to start getting to a point where we can start depending on us for us to get respect. Depend on us. I mean, if we start having more self-respect, we get respect. We need yeah. it, bro. And the biggest thing to I me, mean, I meant to say this before all that, is that they're going to constantly knock us down, bro. But we just keep going. At some point, we get strong enough to where that shit ain't going to phase us. But we got to do that shit together, though. You think it's sort of like a line of faith or something? Or is it like a... Or it's just we don't give up easy on hope? Man, we can't do that. And like, we need more... We need we need the grandmas back, man. We need the grandmas in the neighborhood, bro. We need... We we need we need some kind of leadership, bro. On a small scale. I'm not gonna lie though, you think about how the generations are now, bro. Like grandparents are like 30 some years old. They barely yeah. out of like they barely out of, you know, their adolescence and you know, young face themselves. Yeah, they still trying to figure shit out. Yeah, I know. I mean, hell, some of these grandparents are our age, and I'm just like, what the fuck? What yeah, the- that shit's wild, bro. Like you thirty six and already got a grandchild, man. What the heck? Like, yeah, that, that I, know, I think wild. about that shit all the time, bro. Like, it's just, bro, we 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 can beat everything that that opposes us, bro. And it gonna happen through politics, bro. Politics is, uh, politics is like a small percent compared to everything else we need to do. We need to know what the fuck's going on. You know what I mean? And when it comes to politics, we do need to know what the fuck is going on, what the fuck is happening. Oh, yeah, we need that awareness. Yeah, and why we should vote for these motherfuckers and look back and be like, okay, we want to vote Democrat, but why? I don't believe in no Democrat Republican shit. I don't believe politics, period. But if you out here and you voting, like, half the motherfuckers that vote for Trump riding the wave. Half the motherfuckers that's voting Democrat, they was raised to vote Democrat. But if we don't know why the fuck we're doing, why we're making these votes, then it's empty as fuck. And you just putting powers in place just just cause, just to put powers in place. You put that power in place, okay, now what? Yeah, because I've sat there and I've seen some Democrats that I had no agreements with whatsoever. Some of them are just as fucked up as some of these corrupt other politicians. And then there are the Republicans. I've been like, okay, you the shit. There's some things I really don't agree with, but majority of the shit I agree with, I think you could do. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing for me is somebody I can relate to. Somebody I know that understands what I'm going through. And yeah. I don't really think we've really had that because most of these politicians either grew up, you know, middle class or, you know, upper middle class or better in yeah. a lot of cases. Like a lot of these cases, you know, they had parents with money or something like that. And, you know, to be quite honest, the presidential election was not my biggest focus when I voted. It was yeah. more about the local election, who the fuck is doing what out here in my yeah. city, out here in That's my county. Because at the end of the day, whatever happens in the in the White House or whatever, that's not going to come and affect everything that happens in my city. Mm-hmm. Because motherfuckers be slipping in laws that, like, that aren't really even that necessary. But it gets revenue, it gets people locked up, brings more yep. money to the city. And the shit like that that you got to pay attention to. Yeah, the, um, those votes affect housing for the poor. They yes. affect the schools. 
know what I mean? It affects everything. It affects gentrification, all that shit, bro. All that shit is affected by who you vote for locally. I agree. That's what you want to know something that pisses me off. I mean, some people have their qualms about it. I have my qualms about it. So fucking okay, at the courthouses, they have an Andrew Jackson statue. Mm. And you know, he was racist as fuck, had a whole bunch of slaves and all that shit. Yeah, they all was. And I and there was um there was a petition on whether or not to get rid of the statue or not. I said get rid of the shit. Because I know too much about Andrew Jackson. I had to do a fucking report on Andrew Jackson. Yeah. They still kept the shit. Yeah. And to be quite honest, there's been a lot of debate about a lot of shit. Like, for instance, we were going to rename a street Martin Luther King Boulevard, but they said, fuck that shit. Every MLK in America is a gun block. Unfortunately, yeah, that's another reason why I was just kind of like, I was 50-50 on it. I love Martin Luther King, but at the same time, Thought of having an MLK. I mean, that block was already hot as it is. Yeah. I mean, sure. That's how, that's how it goes. I think it. they do that on, like, if I'm getting, if I'm going to get in conspiracy, I feel like that's on purpose. <laughs> you know I what I'm saying? Part almost feels like that's that's on purpose. Like, we're going to give you that, but here you go. Let's find, let's find the, the highest murder rate block in the city and make well, that MLK. Well, it could have been Malcolm X. Yeah. No, hey, he was about it, though. He was with on that. But for I mean, hell, reason. I mean, hell, the street was named Paseo, and Paseo was already notoriety has notoriety for being wild, especially when you get into the fifty blocks and shit. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. In most cases, it already had a reputation. Would it have changed anything? I don't know. I don't think so. No. At the same time, it was just it was fucked up on how people were acting because some people were just like, you know what, fuck your black history and all this type of shit. Yeah. Because, you know... Oh, bro, this year has... When it comes to that that level of shit, this year has been very exposing. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, because just look, like, slight backstory. I'm from Cincinnati. I'm in Kentucky. I originally came out here to get a job because back in the time, like, ain't no jobs in Cincinnati. It still really ain't. It is, but it ain't. They all pay shit. It's mostly, like... They just pay way worse over there. It's just... Job market way better over here. You know what I mean? So when I came over here, it's not a lot of, it wasn't like a lot of black folks everywhere, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like just, it just like in my workplace, I was the only black dude. And most of the jobs I had, I was like the second black dude. You know what I mean? We only a third, we only a third of the country. So, you know what I mean? It's not, I get it. But I encountered so much you're cool for a black guy shit. And I had to tell him if I was like, you know, that's racist, right? You know what I'm saying? Or you're the whitest black guy I know because I know how to speak and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's racist. Ugh. Like, I hate that shit. So. That always bro, kills me inside. Yeah, but you got those same friends, like, and I've always had in the back of my head. Like, you don't, like, if you're saying that, you only fuck with me because I'm in your workplace. You've kind of been forced to have a conversation with me, and I'm open minded. You know what I mean? I'm from the hood, but I ain't one of these niggas that come and look at every white person like my enemy, like I ain't got to say nothing to them. I'm gonna talk to whoever, however. I don't ever change my speech, neither. Mm. Well, I worked at Target, bro, and I was I was just calling everybody that worked there crackers every day, and they loved it. You know what I'm saying? Like just, but that's me, bro. Like I can I can get away with shit that other people don't just because of delivery. Like, and I'm not. That's not a brag. It just I look back now and I cringe. You know what I'm saying? Like. At 37 years old, I look back at me doing that at like 23, 24, and I cringe. 
but it is what it is. But I had nothing but love for these motherfuckers, though. But I get what you're saying. Like, but on the inside, bro, like I had a white best friend. I didn't look at it, wasn't them one the only white people I knew. So it was just like, I'm open to everybody. Right. But being out here and those same people that would say, you know, you're this for a black guy, that for a black guy, it was always in the back of my head, like, you only treat me like that because you've seen me be cool. But if another mm-hmm. black dude come walking down the street, you still gonna you go you probably still gonna be scared or have this, you know what I mean? You're gonna be a little mm-hmm. apprehensive and think what you see on TV is every black dude. Mm-hmm. And those same people you seen pretty much saying fuck all the shit that was going on. You know what I mean? Like true colors started the show. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's this true, year bro. is a turner, bro. This this year is a page turner like a motherfucker, dude. I mean, but you got me thinking about everything I grew up with over here. Because, yeah. man, okay, so... Hey, can I, I smoke on show, bro? You, am I allowed to smoke? Why would I tell you not to smoke? You're okay, fucking hateful, sure, Jay. Okay, right. I, was like, I, I, smoke, I know, I know wow. you. I know you like to, you know, you know, partake, consume, partake. partake. Yeah. I mean, shit, medicals legal here in Missouri now. Shit. Oh shit! Congrats, nigga. Oh yeah, they just opened up the dispensaries and shit. They already almost out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They voted Mitch. Mc- they voted. Talk about voting locally, y'all. They voted Mitch McConnell back in over here, so we ain't never getting weed, bro. <laughs> well, you might have to go and get a medical card here in Missouri, and um, I will. Yeah, and also um, bring your ch- um, bring your wallet, bring your wallet. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Sixty and eighth right now plus taxes. Good Lord, have mercy, Jesus. I know, I know, my nigga. That's four hundred eighty dollars for a bag. If I come down, we gonna need a bag, nigga, because we smoking all night. Yeah, about four fifty. Plus taxes. (laughs) Oh, that hurt my soul. That hurt my soul. I I know, right? I'm like, God dang, I'm fucking going back to Colorado. Oh my god! That's I will take terrible. that ten-hour drive. Fuck! I I ain't mean to take you out of your question. My bad, bro. But yeah, no, that's all good. Oh, Anyways, uh, I'm sorry. We had to take a marijuana break for a second because yeah, that just man. hurt me too. Puff, puff, pass, everybody. Yeah, and lower them down prices. God dang it! Anyways, yeah, they need to do something. Talking about politics, shit. Shoot, politics right on the goddamn Shoot. prices around, Jim. I mean, hell, that's raising people's blood pressure right now. Shit. Lower down the weed. <laughs> this is a high. This is a high blood pressure year. R.I.P. Alex Trebek too. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. I know he had lost his battle with cancer and stuff. Yeah. He had been going through it for a hot second. Yeah, well, I forgot about. I forgot he had cancer, bro. Until, you know, what I mean, his death was announced. That was like ten years ago. He got that shit, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, shoot, he was still doing the show and everything, fighting that shit. Yeah, beast. And was in his seventies the whole time. Eighty years old, bro. Shoot, you know, freaking Chadwick Boseman dying. Chadwick, bro. I was just like, God dang, all the good stuff that in my lifetime is gone, bro. It's uh, it's it's ugly, man. But man, honestly, bro, it's it's like a sinister side of me that always feels like when the first, what'd you say? I said F cancer. Yeah, fuck cancer, bro. All day. Um. Like when the when the pandemic, just on the pandemic level, because mm-hmm. you know that's the big story of the year, obviously. Um, but when that shit first hit, bro, I had this sinister thought. I was kind of content with that because finally everybody was struggling together. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like all this other shit though, and the longer lasting effects, and you know, minus the people that died and shit, because nobody wants that. But no. that small part of it, of everybody feeling the pressure for once, not just the poor motherfuckers, not just the motherfuckers who barely getting by. Everybody felt that pressure. Mm-hmm. I was okay with that. I was like, and like I said, that's kind of sick, I guess, but I'm one of them type of dudes, bro. Like, it's just, I don't know what you would call it, but no, that, that part of it saying. was good. That part of it was good to me, but all this other shit, all these like random deaths, bro, all the extra shit behind it, all the people just, all the hate, mm. it's been too much. There was a lot of pros and cons to this pandemic. A lot of cons, but there were some oh, mo- most mostly cons, yeah. I mean, mostly cons. I mean, hell, even Orange Dumbass got it, even though he was trying to play that shit off like it wasn't nothing. I was like, motherfucker, I know you're a fucking diva. I know you feel feeling the pain of that shit. Yeah, he had to. Joe Button got it too recently. He got Joe right Button now. got it too. Yeah, he got it right now. They quarantined because he just had it. Well, I mean, I mean, he does chain smoke a lot, so I know he's more susceptible to it. He I mean, mad cigarettes. I mean, seriously, have you seen his ashtray? Yeah, he smoked mad cigarettes, bro. I was like, man, you might as well just like, <laughs> like god dang. Tie your mouth up to a car, motherfucker. But yeah, I don't I don't know, bro. You think you think it's gonna get better? You think this is the way of the world now? I think and- if people can stop being stubborn, because we're probably gonna have to go through a second lockdown. It's already been noted. Yeah. Because we didn't, we didn't really take it seriously during the first lockdown. Right. I think it will get better. I think we're going to be back to normal by next year. I don't know what time next year, maybe mid next year or so. But I'm hopeful. I'm very much so. I think it'll be and, over soon. And you know, going back a little bit, you know, thinking about how I grew up. I grew up in the suburbs. Okay. My mom didn't want us living in the hood. My mom grew up in the hood. She grew up in the 40s here in Kansas City. She didn't want yeah. that shit for us. And I'll tell you what. Hey, being bless a her, black bless kid, her for being able to keep you out of that shit. I mean, yeah. But I ain't gonna lie, man. Being a black kid that lives in the suburbs had its own fucked up effects. Yeah, it's different. Because there was always the cold switching. And then on top yeah. of that, like... Black people from the hood didn't like you because you sat yeah. a different way, or they think that you're bougie because you live in this wrong and this um you live in a better neighborhood or some shit. In most yeah. cases, I'm a cool motherfucker. I don't care where the fuck you're from, right? As it should be. And I mean, hell, you could be from the the most hoodish project in America or in fucking Africa somewhere or some shit, or you could be upscale the Beverly Hills. You know, drinking ten thousand dollar bottle of water or some shit. Mm-hmm. You're a good person. You're a good person. You're a douchebag. You're a douchebag. That's it. I saying, I know plenty of people that are douchebags in the suburbs, just like I know there's some douchebags in the hood. Yeah. And, and my mom kept us in the neighborhood. She was like, her um, her church is in the hood, and we grew up in that church, so we were always around different walks of life, different personalities. Yeah. So the hood is. The hood is. To the trailer park folks, to to just hi, my name is Overstand yeah. Hardenberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
You know, like, age. Yeah, I got you. I mean, and but just like you were saying, it's just like you're just, you're cool. To, you're cool for a black guy. You know, he's a good black guy. But, but you know, like that shit used to drive shit. me fucking crazy. I hate that shit, bro. I, I hate, hate that, that shit with a passion. Like, cause you know, he, you know what's crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. And like this, this is another part of us like doing better for ourselves because we we hate each other the most, bro. Like if you dark skin, you talk, you hate light skin, motherfucker. You light skin, you hate a dark skin, motherfucker, bro. Like, like, and there's no way around it, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you got a black family, you grew up around any type of black people, you know, like there's a thousand reasons and they can go hate on you. Mm-hmm. But that whole like just because a motherfucker talk a certain way qualifies you and puts you in a different category is bullshit because as a kid, you know what I mean? Like, I was hearing stories about how I used to correct people and say a bug is not a bug, it's an insect. And I was a kid. I don't know no different. I'm just a kid. My son right now, 10 years old, and my daughter, they talk, I guess, proper. Some people say talk white. That's stupid as fuck. They talk Mm. proper. They pronounce their words. You know what I mean? I do most of the time. But sometimes, like, I'm talking to you. I'm chilling, bro. It's it's whatever. But they talk proper. They ain't in the suburbs. They ain't ain't in, in the gutter. You know what I mean? They they write they somehow in between. They away from the hood shit, but they ain't mm-hmm. in the suburbs. But the hood is right around the corner. But so is the suburbs. Or suburb-ish. So it's like when motherfuckers do that and put that label, it's like, where are you getting that from? Mm. How does a motherfucker oh. talk in a certain way make them what they got to do with your culture? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, heck. I mean, do we gotta go back to the civil rights leaders that had to speak like that? So some of these white folks would take us seriously. Yeah, bro. I mean, back back in the day, bro, they didn't teach us how to fucking speak. No, they didn't. We came from motherfuckers who didn't know how to read or write. I know. <laughs> so motherfuckers, motherfuckers aspired to be able to fucking speak as good as they was being spoke to. I mean, yeah, we knew how to read or write back then, though. Motherfuckers be like, kill them. Yeah, bro. It'd be a rap. Because then we could organize. So we can see what we know how to read it like they knew what they was doing. You can read it right, and then you can secretly organize, passing notes around and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so you yeah. like we should be we should be proud that and some of us that actually fuck everybody ain't got to use slang all the time. I mean, that's what I'm saying, and and that's just it. Like, you mean you talk, man? Like, we'll be sitting here, whoop de whoop, you know. We be speaking the slang or whatever, but at the same time, me and you have had proper conversations at the same time, like. We just know when we're doing business and when we're sitting here, you know, just cool. And like we were doing like the first 15 minutes of this episode, you know, yeah. like, I'm and always half, I'm always halfway and halfway out with it. I mean, and I ain't going to lie. Sometimes that shit got confusing when I was a yeah. kid. I was just like, hold on. Oh, fuck. No, what am I not supposed to say? I don't scare the white people off. All right, I'm going to try this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> it, hey, it, it goes both ways. It should go both ways, bro. I, I'll tell like, you, bro. Like and, you grew up using a lot of like, you know what I mean, slang and, and other words and like the shit these motherfuckers say now is extra. Some of us recycled some of the shit we used to say back early 90s. Mm-hmm. We just bringing it back or using it for a different thing. Like I didn't know back. Thundercat was back. Yeah. I didn't know Thundercat was um, being used again. But that's like, man, we gotta teach our Thundercats better. I'm like, damn, that's an old one. Yeah. Young Thundercats, yeah. That's that's a Midwest shit though. That is some Midwest shit. In the south, if south is something totally different, on the east coast, that might mean Doja, Doja might mean something. Like it's just, yeah. 
It all depends on what you They say Jits now? Yeah, yeah. That's Southern, though, and everybody's saying that shit now, though. I was like, because, like, I remember my little brother, I said it, um, my little brother, Antonio. It was like, man, it was just Jit. I'm like, what the hell's a Jit? And my sister was like, oh, there was this young kid. I was like, yeah. oh. I was like, this damn, you got different down here. This little young motherfucker, <laughs> little running around. Is it? Not, not you know, not physically running around, but you know, little young whippersnapper. That's all. Same thing. I ain't gonna lie though. Like some of these kids be wilding though, man. Yeah, wilding, bro. I, I just there's something that's you know, I was I had a thought, right? Yeah. And and I know you've heard me have this thought millions of times. Why are people saying the N word? Um, are you asking me if I fuck with it? What's your thoughts? You shouldn't say it. I'm going to say it off rip. But I will also say, like I said, I grew up in Cincinnati, bro. Mm. So there are most of, most of the white dudes I know don't want, don't want to say it, won't say it. You know what mm. I mean? I do have a couple of white boys that I've came across that I've worked with. You know what I mean? That I, that I can certify to have said it. It's, it, it's never moved me. But mm. it's the same way, like, I've been called a nigger, too. Mm. But if you ain't if you ain't in my face and nobody has ever said it in my face, it's always been like a pass by. I'm just laugh at you. Mm. I'm just I'm not I'm just not moved by these things. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many times like a motherfucker could have pulled the trigger on me. There's so much other shit that's to happen in my life, bro. I'm not moved by these things. No white dude should ever go out there saying that. But like, like I said, I grew up in Cincinnati, bro. Like, I knew cats that was in the hood just like us. Mm-hmm. Played dice just like us. You know what I'm saying? Like I can name one dude in particular. I ain't gonna say his name, but him and another one of the homies, they was they was best friends. Mm-hmm. One was black, one was white. And at some point in time, one friend got shot in the stomach, got his shit stitched up. At another point in time, the other friend got his got shot in the stomach, stitched up. White dude, black dude. It didn't matter. Like you don't see the he said nigga all the time. Mm. And you know, I his whole crew was like, "Geez, like niggas, that was it." You know what I'm saying? Like it didn't, it didn't, it didn't matter then. To me, I mean, it should never be in your vocabulary if you didn't grow up with it and just. I agree. If it wasn't part of your upbringing, there's no reason for you to say it. You just trying, you just trying. I mean, shoot, no one didn't where to say it. You can't say it outside of your fucking circle. Yeah. Let's even see. even then, like, what you mean as a white person or as a black person or what? As a white person. Yeah, I mean to be quite honest, I don't really like it when white people say it. I don't. Yeah. I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't yeah. want that shit said around me because it brings back some shit that I've already gone through living out here in this part of fucking Midwest America. Yeah. Motherfuckers are too fucking comfortable out here to be saying it as it is. Yeah. Like I had to deal with motherfuckers driving around in trucks just yelling "nigger." Going because they knew when we come home from school, motherfuckers would drive through "nigger." Bro, that shit, that shit's happened to me out here. It's, it's, a like couple some, of, it's a couple of former sundown towns around this motherfucker. Oh, I believe it. I mean, hell, it's all over the Midwest. He's sundown towns and shit. Mm-hmm. Independence used to be one. This is the part I live in. Shoot, there's Buckner, Missouri. Still a fucking sundown town. I would never yep. go to fucking Buckner. Fuck Buckner, Missouri. Bro, it's shoot. a place called uh, Ludlow, Kentucky. And they used to, used to be on that. And mm-hmm. that happened to me down there. And like, <clears throat> outside of a tavern I worked at. Standing there talking, it's, it's a bunch of white people, bro. Like I lived in this town, though. 
know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't give a fuck. Like, I'm me, bro. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I knew the whole motherfucking town. You could tell motherfuckers didn't like me. And I just would, like, mm-hmm. say something. I'm out here three in the morning, four in the morning. I did not care. You know what I mean? I'm not going to kiss your ass, but I'm not worried about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I'm outside one day talking to the white kid that worked with me um, and the lady of one of my, you know what I mean, older white friends who I've known for years. Mm-hmm. And I hear a car pull up behind me, bro, like, hoopty as fuck. It's like, and slow down, like, and I hear nigger, just like Dave Chappelle said it in the uh, Clayton Bisbee. Clayton Bisbee thing, right. Sounded just like that, bro. So I instantly laughed. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm not moved. One, because the first thing I'm thinking is like, damn, you ain't even get out the car and say it to my face because you know it would have been a different situation. You would have got your ass whooped, exactly. Yeah, and I still would have been laughing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it would have went down totally different. But as soon as he said it, the white kid I'm talking to, he was way younger. Mm-hmm. His mouth just dropped. He got red as fuck. Like, like he was about to fucking cry, bro. Like, just like he said it. He was embarrassed like he said it. Or like I caught him saying it on the slider. So I'm like, and I was like, bro, you okay? His name met. The other chick, the older chick that was standing in front of me, she was like, oh my God, kind of the same face. Five seconds later, big cornbread, bubba, red flannel, big ass white boy bust out the door like, who where the fuck you gonna heard that shit? We don't do that around here. <laughs> like, and I'm still just and I'm still just laughing, bro. You know what I mean? So it's, it's all about perspectives, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't like it's most of my white friends don't like that shit neither. I, w- I would like to say all, oh, but y'all know my fucking secret lives. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, when it comes down to what white people are gonna say when we ain't around, yeah. I'm gonna come to that conclusion. They're gonna be sitting there listening to their favorite rap album. Nigga. Oh hell yeah, that, and that yeah. They, I mean, and they better if they feel it. Go ahead and get it out in your room. I mean, shit. Here's the words of Schoolboy Q. He was like, if you are, you're, hey, he was just like, I don't give a fuck you say it at my concert, but I cannot save you outside of my concert. That's the same thing. You can say it in your car all you want. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. But it doesn't mean you are safe in every environment to sing the song. Yeah, it, it, it all depends on the person, man. It all depends yeah. on the person. It's it just, all depends on the person. It's, it's how you want to look at shit. But like I saw KRS one talking about, um, Cause you know he big brain into like that, that higher learning shit, mm-hmm. and he was talking about the word nigger means royalty because back when he was getting slave, you had the Nigers, N I G E R, mm-hmm. and they were in Africa, and they were like kings and royalty. They were just they were up high people, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Africans. So they had to kind of deal with bargaining with these motherfuckers. They couldn't just come in and run them. So they had to kind of had to, you know, back then, they didn't want to fucking look at a black man and give them respect like that. So they had to. So in turn, when they started bringing us over here, they would call us, they was pronouncing it wrong. Apparently, this is what KRS once said. They were pronouncing Niger wrong and they were saying nigger. So every time they beat our ass, they would call us these people to kind of bring disrespect to their power and who they were. This is Kara's one saying it. And I, mean, I was actually, like, that's interesting, but it's still, I was still, I was still never sitting here and be like, yeah, call me a nigger. Like, and I don't think he was saying that neither, but I was still I mean, never accepting. I know what he's saying though, because I remember <sighs> um, watching a clip on YouTube and some, um, and a uh, Somalian chick from the UK was explaining the same thing. 
about the origin of the N-word. Yeah. And you know what? That makes sense because, you know, you got Nigeria, you got Niger. You yeah. know, you know I, I remember one time I was in class, um, teacher asked him to, um, to, like, read off some of the African um, African continents. Right. African um, African um, countries, right? Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, this one right here, I'm not sure. Um, nigger? <laughs> mm. I mean... I, I, I fucking died laughing all the black people. you ain't never heard the word, and you trying to read it on the map, you're going to pronounce a G one of two ways, bro. <laughs> uh, it was like, <laughs> you know what I'm like... I remember, and there was an African student. He was like, it's Niger, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I remember all the black crazy. people said we were dying for like the next two weeks. <laughs> yeah, bro. But yeah, he said it was the, the Nigers. That's how he pronounced it and it's told true. the whole story. And I'm like, I can see that. You know what I mean? Because you, you see, you, I was like, and I can't think of a situation, but I've seen it in like movies. I've seen it, I've seen it in real life to where like it's this asshole, not asshole, but it's this motherfucker that's up here. And of course, if you up here, a motherfucker gonna hate you. So they use your name in other situations to downplay you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen that. I can't really recall something, but I know I've, I've seen that situation. So maybe. It makes sense to me. Not to conspiracize. We just talking shit, y'all. We, we just talking shit. shit. Um, to all the white people that are getting uncomfortable on this episode, just know we don't love be. you. Don't yeah, run don't away. Don't be. Don't be. If you're unco- uncomfortable, you might need to check yourself. You'll be all right. Yeah. When it comes down to it, we're just having a conversation. This is real talk. And also, you know, we're just trying to understand how we all walk. Yeah. And we, we all walk different. We all do walk different. Even even yeah. us amongst ourselves as black people. You know what I mean? We... It's different walks of life for everybody, bro. Different strokes for different folks. You know what I mean? I mean, hell, like, like I've been to a hood block party and then I've been to a block party at a damn trailer park, and that shit was almost similar. Yeah, bro. That bro, was like see, because man. that's poor people. I mean, exactly. Poor Thank people you. are the same. It's all the same. You go to any poor neighborhood, it's shit is similar. Motherfuckers are getting poor shot. Poor white person and a poor black person, eight times out of ten, grew up off a hamburger helper. Damn right. That shit was fire, though. I'm just saying, yeah, I still even mm-hmm. know what you talking about. Let's go. Where is that? I'll eat I mean, two boxes shit. right now. I mean, hell, not even just Hamburger Helper, Hamburger talk. Partner, Hamburger Buddy. What's hamburger. up? All the, hey, hamburger and anything. Let's go. <laughs> Ground the meat up, put some noodles and some, some powdered cheese in that shit, which is probably poison. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Try to eradicate the poor people. I mean, sure. all, all the poor motherfuckers crazy. I mean, so you don't end up with a case of the mud butt after eating it, but it was good. But but, but but yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, oh, yeah. bro, <laughs> people just if the, the the problem in the world is when you have different walks of life, and you come from a different walk of life. You're rich, you're middle class, or you just a hood motherfucker. Mm. If you never experience, if you go 18, 19, 20 years of your life, and you never talk to a person from another walk of life. You're just gonna be that person from that walk of life you came from. I mean, you're, gonna you're not gonna know what it's like to be in a room. You're gonna have perspectives that you never experienced. You're gonna have what everybody else thought, some shit you saw on TV, a story your friend told you. Like it's, that's all you're gonna have. It's basically another way of saying ignorance. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I just I took I took the long way. You took the long way. I took the long route. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with I don't drive. I don't drive, so I had to walk there. <laughs> but y'all was with me you know what I mean it's all good it's peaceful you know what I mean but alright so I got another question for you 
What's up? Shoot. All right. Shoot. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Lord Jesus. Help us all. <laughs> Hey, that's where I want to go, bro. Even though monks ain't real, they say. But I'm going to go to one of them temples, bro, where they doing that. Because peace. But nah, what was you going to say? I'm sorry. You did. (laughs) (laughs) Smack, bro. Okay. I'm like, like, my water's gone. What's up? (laughs) So, please tell me, have you listened to the new Busta Rhymes album? No, bro, because I'm waiting for the moment. I love Busta. Bro, I love Buster, every track bro. of her so far because he was like last week he was just throwing out tracks left and right. Yeah. Every single damn day there was a new track that came out. Yeah, I've been seeing them. I've heard I've heard like three of them. By the way, you hear that Anderson Park junk he did? No, he did a song See, with I, Anderson Park. The video man is like spy versus spy, bro. Oh no, bro! I did see that. That that shit. I did was see that. I did see that was fire. That was yeah. fucking gas. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. Hey, fucking Buster like the kingpin in that though. I know, man. Like he looked dead on the kingpin for Spider-Man, bro. He is he ever aged? He had a white suit on. Kingpin mm-hmm. had a white suit too. He had both. Kingpin had both. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? Is he what? Does he ever age? Buster? Not really. He just get bigger. I mean, it's That's just it. like he just adds a little bit of muscle. It was like, I just made my little neck a little bit of thicker. Yeah, that's it. I like how he did that. And he, he like, he still ain't running out of breath. So, no. No, for the And he still be all over the place with his cadences, bro. I love Buster, bro. Buster's fire. I, I heard the shit, shit with him and Kendrick. That was fire. It was another feature I listened to, bro. He did one with Mariah Carey again. Oh, word. Yep. I can't, I can't it ain't going to be like that, baby, if you give it to me. I can't stand Mariah Carey. Huh? I can't stand her, bro. Hey, she got the voice. I'm not saying that the the the, the mental state is all there. She's weird. Hundred percent. Well, hey, I mean, bro, I remember watching her back in the day on MTV Cribs. Mm-hmm. And her house was retarded. Man. But she went to her living room and she's like, like, I got some dolphins in my wall. You see these dolphins? And she was like touching it. It was the weirdest shit I ever saw in my life, bro. The bad yeah, I, just, I, ain't, I ain't fucked with her ever since. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That bad to scene kept me a fan. <laughs> I mean, that was fire. But that bitch is weird, though. Well, she, like, she she's definitely not stable mentally. And Eminem has already yeah. mentioned that. Nick Cannon's mentioned it a little bit, too, to what he can say. He, he weird, too. He weird, too. Not as weird as Mariah. He might be. I mean, nah. I nah, mean, think about it. Though. Right. Mariah is so rich. You're right. She got crazy money, right? Yeah. She got her All own fucking money. island. This woman could mm-hmm. be her own fucking supervillain if she wants to. Yeah. She literally lives she probably, a life. She probably is. That's what I'm saying. She probably has a doomsday device on her island. Bro, you seen Kingsman too? Yes, I have. She's that chick, bro. Exactly. 100%. Just. That's what I'm saying. I mean, think about it. There are people that could literally be supervillains in the world. The Virgin yeah. guy, her, Elon Musk, especially. That motherfucker yeah. want to blow up the moon one day. He could probably do that shit. Too much money. Too smart and too much money. I was gonna say, there are certain people I could believe can be supervillains that we gl- we're glad that they use their powers for good, or at least just to be lucrative enough to where they're doing the evil. It's not gonna affect everybody, just small majorities. 
See, bro, I'm skeptical because you can do a whole lot of shit in secret as a supervillain. Oh, hell yeah. That's what makes you, you a get away with Like, you know, money, you got the world believing you the greatest, and then you just, in the background, you are doing some shit. You know what I mean? I mean, shoot. With great power comes great responsibility, and money is yeah. great power. You know what they say, cash is king, so fuck holding the crown. All right, then, nigga, shit. Say it all. Just saying. <laughs> Big facts, say, Money will be your daddy before a physical person will be. Damn right, bro. Hey, shit, sometimes money to daddy even when you got the physical one. To most you know what say, everybody has a price. What's your price, bro? Hell if I know. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm talking about, man, that shit gonna be high as fuck. You gonna have to put a really big number. Something like, that you can, something that you'll never come down from, type high. Like some shit to where I can hide, change my name, you know, call myself Alfredo or, or I don't know, fucking Hans. You gonna wear like leisure suits and shit? Leisure suits. I might end up getting a Michael Jackson face placement, you know. Get the you always had like a fruity drink in your hand, no matter where you at. Exactly. You gonna be in weddings and shit with the drink, the umbrella, no matter what. They gonna be thinking, who the fuck is this motherfucker? Oh, he's been through a lot. That's, 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 how, that's how Fredo, man, relax. How he does Fredo. He gonna mack all these bitches in here if you don't relax. Y'all better chill out. Snap. <laughs> Come here, bitch. Time to go. The whole damn wedding. I'm done with you, bro. I'm done. <laughs> so they also call me Sweetie. <laughs> this motherfucker. Hey, um, you brought up Nick Cannon. You brought up Nick Cannon. I just thought about this because I didn't. I don't want to go past this. We going? We talking about how great he is as a rapper? <sighs> no, oh, bro. Okay, how, thank God. How he's supposed to be playing one of the greatest. Tupac. Come on, y'all. That that hurt my soul. Reading that yesterday. Come on. I know on, I must have been late to the damn party, but why the? F- Nick Cannon is too soft to play Tupac. It just ain't a. He's not. He's not a good enough actor. It's, it's, it's a long list. I would have took Marcus Houston or Marion over Nick Cannon. <laughs> bro, anybody, bro. I would have took Ray J, and Ray J got enough credit because he used to hang out with them death row motherfuckers. Bro, I'd rather Brad Pitt play Tupac than Nick Cannon. You hear me? Bruh. <laughs> That's how much I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that, bro. Hey, yo, we he get Mel Gibson. Be, he is going to be so dry. Hey, Mel Gibson might play the fuck out of Tupac around and hit him up years. <laughs> <laughs> and Mel Gibson get angry, <laughs> but no, bro, that's how bad Nick can look. This is my problem. He gonna be dry, bro. He gonna be dry. He gonna be like he gonna be dry. Yeah, you don't be... know me. Y'all really? He gonna be trying too hard, bro. Did y'all? Did you see him in the shy? Not the shy, but uh, Chirac. Uh huh. Spike Lee shit. Yes. Terrible, bro. Horrible. I get the understanding the concept of the movie, but he was a terrible villain. Fuck. He could play. He could play Tupac pre-Juice. Probably. He could play him when he went to former school, school of performing arts. When he was friends with Jada Pinkett Smith, he could mm-hmm. play him around those times. But to get after Death Juice, Row Tupac after Juice, because that's when he turned up. After that, he cannot play Pac, bro. I was just thinking about him, like like him actually performing. Hit him up. In his Nick Cannon voice. Are you how are we gonna do the voice? Oh my 
That's what I'm saying. Why didn't they just get the dude that was in the fucking movie? Nick Cannon can't do Tupac's voice, bro. A lot of people can't do his voice. I can't do his voice. That's going to be voiced over as fuck. And Nick Cannon can't look like he sounds like Tupac, bro. He don't even look like Tupac. Bro, I've seen the picture of him with a bald head and some fake tattoos, bro. That's trash. I'm going to have to rant about this again tomorrow. But I'm all about it. I could talk about this shit for a week. That is garbage. Okay, so should we all vote for Ray J to be Tupac? That'll look better than Nick Cannon. I mean, at least Ray J got Ray some Ray J could pull it off, bro. I mean, he smokes enough weed by Tupac. Chris Brown could do a better fucking job. Oh, shit. You know what? I forgot about Chris. Just saying, bro. Chris got enough controversy. He could be a Tupac. Come on, man. Nigga be beat walking and throwing up signs and everything, bro. Man, that is true. Nigga always out there blood walking. All the time. Man, All the time blood- he's doing that. Man, you know, he be blood walking while he fucking, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how... I don't want to picture that. The game could have played Tupac. Okay, that probably would have had some controversy right too there. Big. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm sure he got the respect like that. Maybe he don't. I don't know any business game, game. I mean, game, he got game respect. I'm very, just saying. That would have been controversial. Very, some people don't like the game. Game is gangster, gangster, though. That's why. Because he don't give a damn. You know what? Fuck it. Schoolboy Q could have played him. I'm saying, hey... All these people, all of these people are better than Nick Cannon. Eminem. <laughs> hey, I mean Eminem wouldn't do it, but he, he could match the aggression. He could match the aggression. I mean, hell, he could say he he could do. Nobody can hold him. But hey, Tupac and Eminem are probably the two angriest middle finger rappers that will attack you on instant. They are very similar in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, I'm just I mean- saying. Eminem has already admitted he's very highly influenced by Pac. He wrote a letter to his mom telling him how influenced he was. They're very similar. A lot of people going to hate that. I don't give a damn. Look at the histories of these people, how they react to opposition. They're very, they're very, very similar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially in that right. Shit. In that right. Fuck everybody. They both was like, fuck all of y'all. Pac tried to heal the world, but he'll turn around and say, fuck you for in, in a hot second. Mm-hmm. If you're on the wrong side of shit, uh, you listen saying. to Eminem's older joints. He sounded like he was more on subconscious rap before he kind of became his slim shady personality. Yeah, which or made he just him want to rap, just wanted to, he wanted to just wrap you out of the wrap you out of the house. Mm-hmm. Just wrap you out the park. I'm just gonna fucking wrap you all the fuck out of here. I'm just rapping, goddamn it. I mean, sure. a whole lot of people. rapping going on. Eminem was one of them people, you listen to one of his tapes, you'll quit rapping for at least a couple months. Facts. Why Eminem will get the love he deserved, bro? From from certain people. Yeah, a lot of people say it's because of his white privilege. And Eminem's even admitted, like, yo, I get it. I know I sell more because I'm white. But when it comes to mastery and skill, I don't think he gets enough credit. I don't he don't get enough credit for his metaphors. He get, he get a lot. He get a lot. Like, but it's it's. I just it's feel like they don't. I just think if it wasn't for the fact that he's white, he would have more notoriety, because he's done a lot for the black community, in the hip hop community. People yeah. don't realize he's actually get paid his dues, and gives back to the community to let him in. Bro, if if M don't come around, 
Me, me and Shane, shout out Shane. Me and Shane talked about this on the podcast like three weeks ago. If M don't come around, Dre falls off production wise because Dre had nothing in the bag, just a promise chronic album that he never dropped. You know what I mean? I mean, so if she- M don't come around, Fifty don't get signed because M got Fifty. I know that was money making right there. So and if Dre falls off, he's not around to get Kendrick. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's no Kendrick. That means no Kendrick, no Schoolboy, no J. No TDE. No, no TDE. Period. You understand? TDE got and no Fifty Cent, no G Unit, no Fifty Cent, no Shady no Records. Guns. The East Coast needed revitalizing at the time. Mm-hmm. Fifty getting on, brought them back. You had X, you had Jay Z, and all them though. I mean, yeah, but it was just like G Unit brought, brought back the gangster shit though. I mean, yeah, G Unit brought like a subculture that people were fucking. Yeah. Yeah, and they popularized that that style. I mean, then on top of that, M had D12, and then of course when they did 2.0, and then they did this last revival with uh, Griselda and them, yeah. which I fuck with Griselda fucking hard. Bro, I still ain't had the opportunity to really get into them, and I and I feel bad about it because I hear too much. I hear too much about them. Bro, I'm just gonna say this right now. If I could tell you anything. Griselda's where it's at, West Side Gun, all the motherfuckers in, um, yeah. in Buffalo, New York. I'm talking about hot shit. Yeah. Also, Boogie, uh, too, the kid from Mount Cali. No, nah, I know Boogie. I listen to a lot of Boogie. I'm, I still listen to his old shit. I mean, oh, my I goodness. I still listen to his old shit. I like his, his old shit, too. Destruction. That's my shit. But, see, Robin stuck on the Earth Gang shit, J.I.D., I mean, I ain't I ain't gonna knock them kids either. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm just stuck on a lot of like, and I'm just I'm always checking out the new shit from trap music to concert shit. I'm just constantly cycling through and seeing what's going on. I mean, hell, but for I was, what I, I like, certain people, worth- certain people, I skip for a minute. Like, I still listen to Nas new album because I need I need the moment to be right. Mm. I, I, need to hear a lot. Like, I listen to this album. Um, I just listened to the song called um, "Stick." And it's yeah. fucking Zach Fox with Fabo. And oh, it reminded wow. me of like the 2000 something shit. Like some early yeah. 2000s, you know, everybody's doing like pop and logging, doing the Laffy Taffy and all that Fable? shit. Fabo, yeah. Fabo. That nigga was just on the 85 South Show, too. Yeah, I was say, like, and his verse was actually pretty lit. And the, and the whole song is just like, stick, 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 <laughs> stick, stick. Mm. Dick. Bro, what's that one cat name, bro? Oh, I ain't gonna be able to think of it, but I'm gonna I'm think of it and then I'll, um, I'll send it to you. But he got a song called Sucker. Hmm. And he had like a, he had wear like a white beater, crazy bandana, not crazy bandana, the bandana kind of loose with the chain, chain wallet, black dude. And like, you just a sucker. And he kind of doing the old school rap, but he's saying some hard shit. And I'm trying to think, bro, like, I can't think of his name, but I, I I'll find it for you. Mm. I could probably look it up, but I'm listening. My bad. Oh, that's all good. There's a lot of good music that's come out. The Anderson Park album was out here. Um, fuck Nas album, the Kid Cudi album. I still got to listen to Nas album because Nas is like in my top. That's my dude. I love Nas. I love everything he ever done. Um, mm. who'd you say Kid Cudi album already dropped? Yeah, the Kid Cudi album already dropped. When? Like a few months ago. Am I tripping? I swear I, I just announced Man on the Moon 3. 
I know he had dropped some type of EP or some shit like that earlier in the summer. I think you're right because he was working. Because he, he had a song with Eminem on the um on the EP. Oh, I'm gonna have to look that up too, bro. Let me get let me fucking because Eminem did a song together. Let me write this shit down. Man. That shit was magical, by the way. I never oh, you know what? I heard that. 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm about to say because that song was magical. I didn't even expect that collaboration to ever yeah, happen. It's been a minute. Yeah, that was a few months ago. Yeah, I remember that shit. It's Tizo touchdown, bro. Look him up. Tizo touchdown. Tizo touchdown. It's different. Inbox me that. It's different. I will. I got you. But it's hella different, bro. Yo, there's a um. There's one thing I need in my life. What's that? A Red Man album to fucking drop. He been talking about dropping this album for the last two, three years, and it still ain't got a Red Man album. Hell, I've gotten a Method Man album, and Method Man is my number one. Yeah. But still, I still haven't gotten a Red Man album. I need Muddy Waters too. He's been saying he's gonna bring out Muddy Waters too. I still haven't what? gotten Muddy Waters too. Damn it, what I want Red Muddy Man Waters doing? too. What huh? is Red Man? What is Red Man doing right now? Oh, Killing right. features. What he been on? He been on like some like you know indie um indie shit. Oh, okay. He been doing some indie shit like hell. He did a song with this Cleveland rapper. He's like a half black, half white dude. Ended yeah. up dying in the music video. Motherfuckers fell off the roof and shit. Smoking weed. Damn. <laughs> Over right. the damn video and they rapping in their ghost form and shit. So he <laughs> so still so he still keep it animated then. That's fire. Oh yeah. That's fire. Reggie Noble still push out good ghost. ass videos. I mean, hell, all I got to say is look at the BET 2018 freestyle. That's yeah. all I got to say. That's how you know he still got it. He still got shotguns. He still got that crabmatic. He comes yeah. in harder than the motherfucking drunken actor. Something like that. Red, Red definitely one of the goats. He definitely mm-hmm. one of the goats. And he definitely an, an original. Nobody's ever rapped like that. That's that's real, though. Just his whole style, his cadence, like the shit he say, don't nobody come off like that. I mean, hell, when they were doing that thing, that list um, of best rapper of the year, like yada, 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 he was the best in 92. Mm. Trying to think 92 what was popping. I ain't going to remember back that damn long. I think that was a Dare the Dark Side era. <clears throat> or that might have been Muddy Waters. Shit, it was 92. It's, it sounded like Muddy Waters. Either way, Doc's the name. It's got to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember all that. Nigga, Dawson, that was 2000. Yeah, yeah. bro. And hell, I think Eminem was on that album, too. That was right yeah, That was right around the Method Man, Red Man surge. When they That's when they was busy. Man. Yeah, they was. I, I've gotten to see them live, man. Busy. They, oh, that's they, fire. They, let me put it like this. Those dudes are almost 50 years old, right? Mm. They outperform people that are half their age at their concerts. Mm. Like the motherfuckers had okay. Let me put it like this: when you had basically strange music in the fucking house, mm-hmm. yeah, fucking strange music in the house. You had Dizzy Wright, you had Murs, mm. all on the same card. That's fire. And then I'm, strange. And Tech bro, showed up. Strange, Tech showed up to see strange music alone is fire. That's what I'm saying. Tech was there. Fucking Chris Calico, and then Method Man and Redline, Redman were the headliners. Yeah, that's fire. They were putting in work. That's an entertaining fucking night right there, bro. Bro, I don't think... Did Red ever do down. a song with Tech? No, they've been wanting to do work together, though. 
I need a method. I need a. I, I need like a method red tech plus. Just. I feel like that would have happened forever ago, bro. That don't make sense. Yeah, and that's just it. They respect the shit out of each other. Hell, Redman shouted them out in songs. Method Man shouted out Tech. Tech has shouted out them. It's a collaboration that still hasn't happened. They need to get that together. I agree. Just it's the last. That's the last of the greats, man. That's what I'm saying. Just throw something in for the old heads. Just one yeah. time. Big facts. Like, There's a whole lot of shit for the young motherfuckers. Y'all got all. Y'all got everything. I mean, hell, motherfuckers he, got everything. I mean, hell, Tech got a song with Pac. Yeah, like from way back. Yeah, bro. Thugs have feelings too. Thugs have feelings too. Yeah, I remember that shit. <laughs> 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 this motherfucker, bro. No, you dig. Hey, you dig deep in the music bag to find that one. I mean, seriously, because like I had forgot about that shit too. But it was like, damn, Tech did have a track with Pop. And yeah. next thing you know, it. I remember fucking the surge when he had said it in the verse. Like two albums ago, and next thing you know, everybody's searching on YouTube for that damn song. I'm just like, yep, I remember this shit. Yeah, bro, you know one of my favorite albums, bro, back in the day. It might have, it was in the 2000s, though. I think Ball of Game, E40. Damn, that shit. He had a song with Pac on there too. Um, that was fire. That shit was fire. And like, you just made me think of that when you said the Pac feature. I'm like, damn, how many random Pac features it is that people probably don't even know? But they don't listen to the artists. You know what I mean? Like, Pac fucked with a lot of people. Like, if you thought he could make some good art, he made some good art. Yeah. Definitely did, bro. Fire shit. Man. Nah, that's a fire show. Always to the king. Tupac. Always forever the king of the West Coast. Always the king of the Royalty. Champion. Poet, he was a pretty good actor too. I'm sorry to say, motherfuckers don't give him no credit for his acting skills. He he was a damn good actor, bro. And I'm sorry, but Gridlock is the most underrated pop film ever. I just gotta say that right now. Gridlock is so underrated. Bishop gonna always be the the favorite. Oh, I'll be a Bishop and Jimmy. For that to be like your early acting job and to kill it like that. One of your first acting jobs. It might have been. I don't even know if it was his first movie or not. Hell, he made me scared in the movie. I was like, I'm going to run into a nigga like that one day. Every nigga in the hood like that. Nobody wanted (laughs) to run into a bishop, man. Yeah, no, I'm good. Maybe trying to kill all his friends. There's niggas like that, though. There are. I got to excuse my language, too. I should have said it. Excuse my language. I talk how I talk. Jesus, guys. Just tell your audience that I say a lot of words that's unsavory. You know what? Sometimes you need a little bit of something of different flavor to savor. And sometimes you can't waver. You got to understand that we come out here strong with Jake Hager. We're doing the knockout punches and kicks up in the belly arena. At the same time, we're making sure that you can see us because you can't be unseen like John Cena. We're in different things. We're coming harder than the Alpha Doom track. This is how it is. And this is how it stacks. Damn, this is just a wrestling bars. All yes. the way through freestyle on top of the noggin. Yes, I did. Bars. Hey, I need to program it. Not a rapper, bam, 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 to the soundboard, bro. I need to program it. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Bang, bang. Bro, <laughs> speaking of rap battles, bro. Speaking, you've been like, watching. You you've been watching any battle rap, bro? Man, I haven't been. I haven't been watching in the last couple of months, and I know they've been doing some fire. I've been seeing like clips of these motherfuckers just like killing it, and I'm just like. God, I would quit my I would just quit my life 
if this was happening to me right now. Bro, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a battle rap junkie. I got the fucking URL at. I, I bro, really man, love what they do. You ain't seen Rock versus Daylight, bro. If you ain't seen Tay Rock versus Daylight, you got to watch that shit, bro. I'm going to find some way, bro. Yo, send me send me that battle. I got to watch it. And it's on the app. It's still on the app because it's one. It's, it's it on caffeine? App for a minute. Not anymore. You can't rewatch. It, it did air on caffeine, but I don't think they do rewatches, do they? Hell of I know. I mean, that was like two months I've, ago, probably three months ago. But I'm gonna see, bro. I might just let you use my, my password and shit, let you watch a bunch of shit, bro. Like, hey, fire. Yeah, because I, I had to bring it up. Sometimes I can't believe some of the bars these motherfuckers be coming up with, and I'll be like, I, yeah. I, I'm like, I'm glad I never decided to battle rap. There was at one point I was like, you know what, maybe I could do battle rap. And then I watched the Arsenal, um, my Arsenal match, and then I was just like, no, I don't, I don't want to end my life. What's your what's your favorite rap battle of all time off top of the head, if you could think of it? Off top of the head. Ooh. I don't even know if I can think of one. I know it's uh Goods Ooh. and Charlie Clips versus Arson on the shotgun. Suge was hilarious. I don't Big know. Man versus Bill Collector was fire. Ooh, that's a hard one though. Because yeah. I've seen some battles that I was just like I mean, I could almost say, like someone, like something involving maybe. Whew. Damn, that's a good question, bro. You Who's got, your favorite battle rapper? Who's your favorite battle rapper? That's just it. I like. Um, what the hell is his name? I, I like. I can't even think of his name now. He's the um, Iranian dude. What the fuck is his name? Um, Talking about disaster. Yeah. You fuck with disaster? I can't stand that nigga. He got I, bars though. I, I love, I like his rapping. His yeah. answers sometimes do get on my nerves, but when he hits hard, he hits hard though. He, yeah. he, he's he got them, I'm going to hit you in the, I'm just going to hit you in the face with these bars type of thing. Because like somebody had told me like literally how he practiced for rap battles and shit. Like he got like a whole basement of just like whiteboards and shit all yeah. over the place. Motherfucker like write down the bars and if you don't like it, it's a race of shit at this. Like he, he basically makes that into like a, a fucking planning room and shit. Yeah, that's kind of smart. Like, motherfucker, like, apparently he's smart as fuck. He's just ADHD as fuck. Yeah, that's hella smart. So, like, he just, like, he just one of them people, like, he just, he's a little mushy because he's always got all this fucking energy. But, like, at the same time, he uses that energy to write down bars all over the fucking walls and shit. Mm -hmm. Like, nigga rap like he ADHD, though. (laughs) I mean, he really do. Like, he rap, he rap like that. He he's like he's like what the fuck's um he's almost like Rain Man when it comes to bars. Yeah. Like yeah. instead of math, he's good with bars. Yeah, I might have seen I might have seen you some battles, bro. I'm 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 about to see you some battles, man. Cause, Cause like I like I like Charon too, but I also like Sharon. Sharon. Whatever you call that motherfucker, the Canadian dude. Yeah. yeah. Like I like him because sometimes he be coming up with some slick shit. I like Daylight. Always been a fan of Daylight. Hey, Daylight, you gotta to that nigga like 12 times to get catch everything he said. I know, he, but it'd be like some slick. He, he be on some like, he'll be like, he's one of those people, have you ever heard of that thing where like people like, um, they can see from different uh, different angles yeah, of, yeah, a, yeah. of a situation. He's yeah. like, he's looking above. He's looking from above. Mm-hmm. Even though he's looking directly at you. Yeah. Yeah, he's fire, bro. 
I mean, yeah, he's like sometimes he's just so damn smart with it, people don't catch it. Bro, Certainly, hard to catch. He's you really hard to smart catch. As fuck, bro. Like, like I said, bro, I watch a lot of battle rap, and sometimes I got like pause or rewind or just turn it off because like it's too much. I get overloaded. I'm like, all right, bro. Like that's a lot. Hold on, wait a minute. Mm. Even when you catch it, just like, God damn, how are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. I listen to like DNA and K Sean and them. Like yeah. I, I like them tag battle raps as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. watching the do- like the like them tag battle raps always gets to me because just like you got you got to watch the first. So did you see the first battle that him and uh that they did against Tay Rock and um Sue Surf? Yes, I did. That was what mm. was it? Uh, after the shot, what was it? Hold on, I'm trying to think of those bars, but I can't even think of none of them. But they wanted the motherfucking spill that was stupid, and the battle got cut in half because Keshawn and DNA wanted to fight because they was getting body. Oh yeah, they were getting buck. They were getting ready to. But I like DNA when when DNA on this shit. I like DNA. Keshawn. I fuck with K-Shine, but I don't like how now he doing a New Jersey twerk kind of style. He changed his style a lot. And, you know what I mean? To be quite honest, I think he's better as a dual battle rapper than yeah. he is as a solo battle rapper. Yeah. I just feel like... Back in the day, he was amazing, though. Oh, yeah. When he was, when he was in his youth, and I don't know why he changed his style. I think the reason why he changed his style mostly is because he... Um, I don't know if it's for relevancy or just because you know we get a newer generation coming in. Yeah. But yeah, that that's it ain't for me. And I'm not gonna knock him because I know what kind of royalty he is to the battle game. Oh yeah, yeah. He for sure, he for sure top tier. hundred percent Well shoot, man. I mean, hell, we've been almost at an hour for a hot minute. I think we can go in and end this episode. In the um, episode. This we episode, just we just talk some shit. We talk some politics, some hood politics. Mm-hmm. You know, we was all, all around the world with it, man. And I would like to say right now, I appreciate you for coming on the show, sir. I appreciate you having me, dog. You're a gentleman, yeah. a scholar, a champion. So are you, gangster and a gentleman. You're part of lion. You know what I mean? One love, one hope. One love. Sorry. One love, let's get together and it'll be all right. right. Baby, take it. I'm sorry. We're going. One love. No, we we can't. Hey, y'all got to pay for that. Okay, these concert tickets are $69.97. Ooh, Uh, yeah. We're doing four shows worldwide. Four shows. Three months. We're going to need that motherfucker packed. Sell out. Bring the kids. Bring some weed. Well, I mean, yeah, you heard me. God damn it. And we're gonna do this. I'm getting a motherfucking call on the mission. Okay. We're gonna perform all that shit. Yeah, I'm about to eat a death chip, bro, in about an hour or two. So I'm gonna say my prayers for the next few hours. Oh, let's let's go on and pray. Lord Heavenly Father, let's pray for this young man because he's about to go ahead (laughs) and do some NTV jackass stuff. I don't know why he's doing this, why he thinks he needs to have a Steve all moment. But let's go on ahead and pray for him right now. That he makes it through this situation without any fiery constipation. Hallelujah. We might see him really release the dragon like he's Cisco in the early 2000s. Oh, not, bro. 
I'm, I'm, I'm on it. Yeah, I'm on you. I'm on you. I'm a tad bit nervous, bro. Just a tad bit. You're like, you're going to be looking at this one like, you don't want to make me want to release the drink. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God. That's going to be. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm challenging you, too, bro. I ain't. This is not the official challenge now. When I post a video, because I'm, I'm going to put some production into it. Uh-huh. When I post a video, it's going down. You're going to have a challenge. In the description, at the end of the video, you get a challenge. I'm gonna hurt inside. I'm just saying, me too, bro. It's gonna happen. Yeah, we doing this to each other. We're not supposed to together, man. Hey, hey, we in this together, man. You know what I mean? I'm done. I'm done. Prepare for the challenge, dog. Oh, my insides are gonna have a case of the hurties. Yeah, bro. I'm nervous. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm nervous for you. Long as I don't have I mean, a spice heck, I was still confused on why you were drinking some of that trash soda. Oh, that, that was fun, though. I don't know, bro. Some content. You know, I just try to keep some content going. You know what I'm saying? That's all. I just... By the way, how was the pickle soda? Bro, pickly, dog. That shit was nasty. It was just as bad as the ranch soda. Oh, I forgot about the ranch soda. <laughs> like oh. Maybe if I had a double cheeseburger before and then drank the pickle, like maybe it would have mixed up or something. Maybe would have been a nice pairing. Like Maybe. bite a bite a baconator, then drink some pickle soda. Fuck, that sounds nasty as shit. Yuck. And I don't want to eat lunch now. My stomach is turned. Thank you Fuck very you. much, Hateful J. You know how to turn the stomach or two. And um, now I give up on eating. I'm gonna be. That's what I'm here for. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have the abs of Usher by the end of this year because of him. Thank you. That's what I'm here for, dog. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, where can people find you, my dude? FNBSpodcast.com, Facebook, FNBS Studios. You can find me on YouTube at FNBS Studios. You can find me on Twitter at Hateful J, just a J though, not J A Y. Um, you can find me in St. Louis rolling on the no, um, Who you, you from Cincinnati. Instagram, you know what I'm saying? FNBS Studios, Instagram, just type in FBS Studios, FNBS Podcast, or Hateful J. H eight T, and hey, I'm I'm there, I'm there. But most time I'm at home. You can find me at the crib, but y'all gotta figure out the address on your own, bitches. Thank you for having me, though, dog. See, this is what happens <laughs> when you put Cincinnati dudes on anything. Nope. I'm saying, hey, it's like that for real. I mean, seriously, you put a you get any dude from Ohio, you got you got to prepare yourself in all different ways. And see, you know, we call them here in the Midwest. We call them in the middle of the map here in Kansas City. We yep, keep it yep. wholesome. We yep, grill yep. a lot of food and shit. I yep. mean, then we do a lot of shooting too, but that's a whole different story too. Woo! Everybody got a fucking gun out here. I don't know how the hell. I mean, hell, you come through customs at the airport. First thing they do is like, oh, welcome to Missouri. Here's a fucking gun. Hey, there's a the- lot of that out of here too. I tell you what. We don't get them at the airport though. That's fire. I mean, hell, so you go to Texas, man. They give you an AK-47 as soon as you walk out the damn plane. Shit. It's like, yeah. Can can't leave with that motherfucker? It was like, hell, I go in Texas just to walk right back out with that bitch. Like, yeah, thank you. Can't get sure. my courtesy AK, baby. It's like, just in case you got to worry about some hogs or something like that. They be having them big ass hogs and shit like that out in Texas. <laughs> Most sure, I'm have like, one for the scorpions out that motherfucker. Fuck that. Let's see. The mosquitoes, everything. I mean, the mosquitoes Nasty. damn stay, stay bird the further south you get. <laughs> but anyway. I don't, want, I, I don't want nothing to do with it. <laughs> Man, I'm tired of you, bro. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Okay, but anyway, you can find me at Anthem's Arena 
on Twitter, on Facebook. You can even find me on um, Instagram. Or you can find me on Anthony Anthem as well. Also, to the people watching, which I want to shout out, please keep watching. Definitely like and subscribe to the YouTube. Like and subscribe to the Facebook. It is off the hook. And make sure you like and subscribe to FNBS. This is not only just him. I'm part of the team, too. I'm part of the dream. That's what I do here. That's my nigga. Exactly. So with that, like and subscribe for both of us, okay? Yeah, do that. Do that shit. Tell your friends too, man. Y'all, y'all. If we seem like we're being very aggressive, you damn right we are. We trying to hustle. We trying to move muscle now, but at the same time, those mouths don't get fed, motherfuckers. And I'm hungry. What he said. So with that. <laughs> shit. No, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all for Much listening. Love. My name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a. And you have just listened to another Anthem Arena, and that is Hateful J of FNBS. Good night! <laughs>